0: There is a thin veil that protects humanity from the horrors and darkness of the other. Within the other lives everything that our minds can bring to imagination. Or maybe it is not imagination at all and just a thinly veiled reality that our mind cannot believe to be true. The veil is the will of humanity to protect the innocent from the dangerous and the horrible. A pursuit to ensure that the darkness of the other does not consume the world. The Vanguard are those who uphold the Veil, who know the truth of the horrors and fight it every day to protect the innocent. They must ensure that the balance is maintained and the darkness held at bay. We are the Vanguard of the Veil. Welcome, everyone, to another session of the Vanguard of the Veil, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast powered by the Apocalypse system. I am your keeper, Fred, and my pronouns are he, him. And joining with us today, Josh.
1: Hi, my name is Josh. I play Amos. I almost said the wrong name, but... The pronouns of ours are correct, and that's he, him,
2: Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I play Taylor Thied. Um, My pronouns are either or, and her ta- her pronouns are she, her. Matthew. Hey,
3: everybody. This is Matthew here with a special reminder to c- always clean up after yourself. Uh, in a
0: sanitary <laughs> manner,
3: I'm here playing agency. Our pronouns are he, him.
0: And special guest star,
4: Mike. Hi, I'm Mike. My pronouns are he, him, and I play... Mitchell Singhal Lincoln, whose pronouns are also he, him.
0: Uh, Well, we are on our season three, The Agency arc. And uh, this is our third episode in this kind of like campaign uh, for the agency. And uh, Matthew, What what happened last time?
3: On the last episode of Vanguard of the Veil, in a flashback we learn more about how Taylor found out about her brother's disappearance. She finds a woman, Anya, in her brother's house who mentions that Strigoi may be to blame and her brother may have already been turned. She heads to Reno. Back in the Now Now at the Mirror Mirage trailer park, Mitchell and Taylor engage in combat with the Strigoi and the Vampsquatch. Mitchell Mitchell reveals his Sasquatchness, growing huge where it counts and engaging in some hand-to-hand. Uh, Taylor recognizes Trevor amongst the Strigoi, and they begin to run. Agency and Amos arrive on the scene, figure out who's bad and not so bad, and jump into the fray. Amos stops the fleeing Strigoi with a flame wall. After the fight, a being speaks some words, and Amos's fire goes out, and the hunters are knocked back. Uh, The being picks up Trevor, and suddenly all the trailer's doors open, and about 20 Strigoi or so charge at the hunters.
0: Oh, man. Oh, man. Quite a pickle. So before we enter into uh, where we left off from the last episode, we find the camera pan into a very warmly lit room. This room is very much like a library. There are large cherry wood bookshelves lined with what look like tomes and leather bound books. Intricately carved desk sits in the middle of this room, and sitting in a very large chair uh, is a man who is wearing large voluminous robes, uh, scarlet in color. His hair is streaked with silver, and uh, he is currently motioning somebody to come into the room that has just walked through the door. Uh, Brother Amos, come on in. Howdy. Uh, Please. Have a seat. Um, I wanted to have a conversation with you. Um, Hopefully your studies and your practices have been going okay. Yeah, yeah, so-so, yeah. Before you, Amos, is, of course, Archmage Aurelius. He is kind of like the... Head Spellslinger uh, of the organization that you have recently be, been entered into. Um, he doesn't have a lot of interaction with you. You typically have a, a direct supervisor slash professor uh, who kind of guides you and aids you in your practices and your spell slinging. Um, but... You were summoned by him, and uh, you know that he is very important in the organization, so of course you uh, came uh, to his call. So you're probably wondering why I have called you forward. And, well, the thing is, we are actually in need of your support. We have, uh, well, your first quest. Cool. Love a quest. You're probably not familiar with this, of course, being so new in our organization, but uh, it has recently brought to our attention that several carriers have been indicated, and we need to ensure that we gather as much information as possible and also ensure that these demons are not unleashed. Demons. Oh, uh, of course, yes. Yes. Um, I'm sorry, Amos, you are still quite the novice. You're still new to our organization. The term Carrier is a human that has a spellbound demon trapped within them. Uh, Up until recently, we have only known of one, and uh, we have been keeping a close eye on that person. But after some recent events, a second Carrier has been brought to our attention. Uh, This person is a part of a organization that is being disbanded currently, and uh, I believe he is quite dangerous. What I need to know from you, as you infiltrate uh, his group, his organization, is how far along this demon has taken a hold of him. For you see, carriers are not possessed by the demon. The demon is spellbound and trapped within the person, but they slowly usurp the power. They give power to the human, and as the human continues to use this power, they slowly are able to start to take over. And obviously, we can't have that happen. Can we count on you to take care of this?
1: Uh, I love danger. So, like, is there like a... Is he going to do, does he like transform or something? Does he get like a, like a loke of power? Like what, what, what am I looking for?
0: Well, unfortunately there is really no true outward signs. Uh, they're very subtle, but typically in times of great stress or uh, in times of great danger, the powers of the demon do come out uh, and you'd be able to know at that point now, this specific carrier, we know his name and we know who he is, and we've already started sending out some liaisons to set you up to join his organization. But I just must warn you, he can be very dangerous.
1: I mean, so can I, I guess. Uh, what? Uh, so okay, I, what, infiltrate this thing, see if the guy gets hot, and
0: then what? Well, if the demon gets out, you're gonna have to take it down. And I know that, uh, well. You're still learning to control your own powers, but it's very important that you stay close to this and continue to feed us information, and we have people everywhere. If you need support, we can send them to you. Sounds great! Okay. All right, Brother Amos, well, that's the end of it. I will let you go back to your studies. Your handler will be out shortly, and he will give you a dossier of information, and then we have tickets already for you to fly out to Mayacopa Springs in California. Roger that,
1: bucko. Uh, I like to flick my hat and nod. And-,
0: and he just kind of goes back to his studies uh, as you exit the room. Shortly after the handler comes out, he <clears throat> hands you the dossier and you're taking a car to the airport and you open up this dossier and the first thing you see uh, is the name Agent C. And as you continue to read this, we take The camera pans away from this car and we find ourselves in a very dark and dusty uh, valley where a small trailer park called the Mirrored Mirage sits upon. Amongst these small fires that are kind of pockmarked around this trailer is what looks like a horde of fast-moving creatures coming towards a small group uh, standing uh, in the center of this trailer park. Amos, Mitch, Taylor, Agent C. What do you do? Beat a bad situation. Okay. make it happen. Hmm, I think it's a nine. Nice. Okay, so partial success, you do get to ask one question. <clears throat> What's my best way out? So you are going to want to find a vehicle and get out of here right like a van Um, possibly now with that being said you are currently being like surrounded there is just like this tightening perimeter of strigoi inbound i mean we're talking all walks of trailer park tenants that have been turned by these vampires right and so we're gonna handle this like a skill challenge where each of you are going to apply whatever skill you'd like by creating a scenario to overcome. And based on the number of successes or failures, I will let you know what those outcomes are going to be. So, for example, after so many failures, all of you are going to take damage together, you know, or after so many successes, then you are clear of this challenge. Who would like to go first?
4: I'll I'll go go first.
0: first. All right, Mitch. (laughs) Yeah.
4: (laughs) So, Fred, I have to ask a question before I decide. Go ahead. Are there any trees in this trailer park, or is it, like, completely barren? And if if there's trees, do they contain wildlife? You're in the
3: outskirts of Reno, Nevada. Oh, that's (laughs) Yeah, that
0: is fair. Now, there might be, like, the palm tree or something that's been like planted by this like trailer park or, you know, maybe some kind of like leafless tree. But I, I would say that if you're looking for like animal companions, they would have to be snakes. pretty sp- snakes. Coyotes, rabbits, All right, chippecobas.
4: Well, that would be cool, but I guess that's not a good place to do this. I'm just going to try to uh, kick some ass because I am a, a very, very large guy. So, okay. <laughs> Let's do Ooh, it to or it.
0: Kick some ass. Fourteen. Oh, yeah. So you have the first success. Describe what happens as these Strigoi are hurtling towards you.
4: I basically see, I don't know, there's like a, say there's like a cricket bat or something. Not a cricket bat, it's it's America. A baseball bat. <laughs> there you a, go. A, a baseball bat just hanging out from, I don't know, kids playing t-ball or whatever. This is a trailer park, right? So, right. I just pick that up and as an extension to my giant arm, you know, I just take it and just whack a bunch of them away and they just go flying like three big whacks and you just see bodies of Strigoi just flying backwards away from us, sort of clearing trying to clear a path.
0: Yeah. You are just, just creating like this, swatting path, uh, uh, just being kept open because of your, uh, long reach and swings. And I mean, you're connecting too, and just like destroying faces as you do so. All right. Strigoi inbound, crazily.
3: Uh, Fred, seeking an opportunity to uh, escape, I would like to act under pressure to get to the van
0: and start it. I would say, yeah, success might be able to get you there, pretty close, if not at the van.
3: I would also like to yell, everybody, get in the van. <laughs> My act under pressure was a uh, an eight.
0: Yeah, so you're you're partially successful. You don't make it all the way to the van, but you are making strong headway that direction. Okay, and you are just, like... There are just Strigoi jumping on you as you, like, beat them off and, you know, throw them onto the ground. Don't get Love
2: excited. That. Don't get Love excited. <laughs> um, All
0: of you went, hmm... <laughs> I, I'll, I'll,
1: I can do a thing, Fred. Uh, Fred, I would like to use magic for the purposes of barring a place or portal to a specific person or type of creature. Okay. I want to keep the stragoi away from the van
3: okay, they're not allowed nice. in the van unless i invite them in yeah
1: but i want them not allowed near the van so when uh when our our good agency says get to the van and doesn't quite make it all the way there i'm gonna kind of like shake my head a little bit and say all right hot shot and i'm gonna uh, use magic for this barring a place from the Stragoi.
0: But in, in what energy type? Like, are we talking like just an invisible force? Are we talking about a flame wall always that's fire, circular? Baby. Always fire, all right.
1: It was always fire, baby. You know me.
0: Elev- 14. Okay. So you're absolutely successful, and you create a incredible just ring of fire around the van. Agency, you're like... 20 feet away from the van and this like huge flame wall just erupts in between you and the van. You can go through it. Looks hot.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I need to go now. I'm going to can I keep a path open for everyone by rolling protect someone and like bring up the rear so that Nobody's being chased yeah, yeah. or nobody follows anybody through the wall of fire or whatever. So I'm going to try to protect someone and protect the group from okay. the Stragoy from behind. I got a nine. Okay, so partially successful. So yeah, you are doing your best
0: to kind of keep the Strigoi at bay with your silvered fire axe. And you are successful, but they're starting to close in on you and you are starting to like fall behind and you're not as close to the rest of the group as you would like to be. Okay. So that was the end of the first round. Uh, We had two successes, two partials, and no failures so far. The Strigoi are starting to really crowd all of you and in some instances are getting in between some of you, Um, especially like with Agent C uh, kind of up in advance. Um, Amos and Mitch are kind of like in the middle and then Taylor is uh, trailing behind, just kind of holding up the rear. Who would like to go? Fred, very important question for you.
3: I recognize that these are Strigoi. Can they be reasoned with? And can they talk?
0: I I, I don't believe they can be reasoned with. What you're looking for is the Moroi, which is like the vampires turned and are like Mm more like what we know of vampires. The Strigoi are more like rage barbarian type vampires that were bitten but was never given the blood of a Moroi, and therefore they're just like animals.
3: Okay, then I will not use that ability. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And while I think of something else, I'm going to defer for the moment. I'm going to
4: go and use protect someone so that I'm going to help Taylor, who's in the rear, uh, get closer to the group. Okay.
0: 13. Yes. Okay, so you're successful. What is it that you do to help out Taylor?
4: I see Taylor's uh, kind of uh, stuck in the back, not as successful as they'd like to be, and uh, I, I, like, grab and, and... Throw Taylor on my shoulders, my massive, massive Hulk like shoulders, <laughs> so that you're like riding like a, like a little kid, you know, when the dad's taking, or mom <laughs> is taking him around. <laughs> you're behind yeah. my head and like, hold on, you know, and then we start running and I'm just, just like hitting Stugoy out of the way as we go to, back towards the van.
0: With just like huge strides with your
2: lengthy legs. Mm-hmm. Can, can I go next? Yeah. Okay, so I've been put on the 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 large man's shoulders. I'm going to. I was in cheer. I'm going to stand. (laughs) I'm going to get up and stand on his shoulders and roll, kick some ass to swing my axe while I'm standing on his shoulders and knock Strogoy away.
0: Absolutely, mounted combat.
2: Yeah, eleven. I got eleven. That is
0: a success. What is it that your silvered axe does?
2: As Trigoy jumping off of the trailers towards us, I'm like, I'm batting them out of the air with the axe, chopping them into pieces. Excellent, excellent.
0: And And with silvered ease, your axe just goes through them like vampire butter. It is just a horrific scene of decapitations and dismemberment um as you ride on top of uh this very large sasquatch amos agency we're at four successes two partials and no failures
3: i guess i would like to try and get to the van now <laughs> okay rather than manipulate them uh <laughs> <laughs> so I will act under pressure again? Yep. Uh, that was better. That is an 11. Great. For tri- great. Unfortunately, it's only an 11. Because a 12 would have been much better. So yes, I get to the van, I guess.
0: You get to the van, and you start it up. You, like, throw the side door open. And Clonking what do you say? the horn. Yeah, and what do you say to the rest of the team?
3: Get to my unmarked white van.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not
3: weird. No, it's of course of course it's come with me if you want to live.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Amos. Alrighty.
1: Let me see, let me see, let me see. So like in this particular moment, how how far out are our mighty knight and steed?
0: Uh they're they're slightly past you now. They they are kind of like in between you and the van but they're, like, right in front of the firewall. Okay, Do I, do I
4: have to worry about that? <laughs>
0: no, the firewall. I'm, I'm the big fire, and hairy, so, yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> it actually feels like, it probably feels, like, really warm and nice when you guys walk through it. Aww. Okay, so if they're past me, and then I'm, okay, I, can I, I want to, I want to deliver a parting shot to our friendly, uh, strigoid folks. Okay. So, I'm gonna use my combat magic to roll kick some ass. It's just gonna be, like, a big concussive burst of fire from me in the direction of, like, I'm going to, like, start to, the action is I'm going to, like, start to turn and kind of run to meet up with everybody else, but as I turn to run, I'm just going to release a big-ass, like, a, just a big-ass fireball-ass fireball, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, no, I mean, yeah, so that's 10.
0: Okay, so that is a success.
1: Yeah, and I'm just, yeah, 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 I'm just going to kind of turn, look over, and say, uh, uh, Huet and big-ass Like, huge blaze. Like, irresponsibly large.
0: (laughs) Irresponsibly large and, to the rest of you, seemingly incredibly powerful. The blast that comes out of Amos before he turns to follow the rest of you just incinerates numerous Dragoi. I mean, they are, like, pushed back from the explosive nature of this blast and what looks like a six six foot like area of Strigoi are just like incinerated and there's just like a hole there and um, that was the last success you needed, the sixth success, to actually succeed in the skill challenge. But you're successful and you are in your van. Anything you guys want to do at this point? I know that there was this kind of like,
1: are we are we peeling yeah, out, we're driving away, right?
0: Well, it depends. Taylor Alex's character Taylor has a motivation to locate her estranged brother and this whatever. Right. My, my question was going to be,
3: did we did we get any like insight into where
0: the thing went with Trevor? Directionally. I mean, just the, the direction that they went in, that's about it. But I'm pretty sure somebody can probably drive that direction or investigate a mystery <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> or, you know, use magic. I mean, you guys are like high level. I forget how high level you are because <laughs> like I was thinking like, oh, like new characters, like we're starting fresh. But I forget we kind of started like close. Yeah, to we started to see like pretty, so boosted up, yeah. pretty, pretty strong.
3: Yeah, we're pretty pokey. I only I only have a plus one to investigate. A mystery alex didn't we
2: see the the closest to where your brother was yeah yeah okay before the investigative mystery can i do diy surgery on myself yeah yeah oh uh, okay k- do you have a toolkit at your disposal oh sweet yeah. yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna surgery myself because i'm hurt i have four harm as well i need some a little love i can do that
1: why well, heal yeah i healed alex last time so i'll uh her tail it.
3: All right, so uh, now that you're in the van, I got to know why Lizzie Borden and uh, Harry and the Hendersons decided to uh, meet up in Reno, Nevada and fight vampires. I was here for a
4: wildlife uh, conference. Oh. I'm a wildlife Uh researcher by trade.
1: I got an eight to heal one harm.
4: That's one point, you said?
1: Uh, Yes, it works uh, imperfectly. I choose the effect, and then the keeper has to decide a glitch. for the
4: Yeah.
1: You heal one harm from an injury.
0: So here's the glitch okay oh burn your hair yeah how dare you beat me to it <laughs> damn let sit for too long i was it. waiting for him to stop talking so Amos casts <laughs> his healing magic but he once kind of like loses control, right? And he heals you, but your like area is singed, very much like the story he told us of when he left his hand on his friend a overnight. Handprint on somebody? Yeah, yeah. You currently have like a singed handprint. Now, here's the thing: everybody has a minus one because of the stench for their next roll. So for this is one true. Them, for one roll, you guys are all distracted on any roll that yeah. you do. I
3: rolled down a window.
1: <laughs> I'll say this, yeah. I'll say this, Fred. What probably happens is, I because I was still on fire from casting my magic, and so oh, I just yeah. instinctively went to heal, and then was like, "Oh Your damn!" I'm like, so like really hot. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna <laughs> so um, I'm gonna like shake my fire off, and now I I am oh. quite charred on the skin. It looks like I do not have a shirt on anymore, and the my pants are smoldering a little bit. Oh. Because my clothes do not prevent the fire. From so
0: burning. like your your human torch mode like just burned your clothes off of you.
1: Burn my clothes. Yeah, so I still have pants on, but like the tops of them are kind of burned away. Yeah. My hat, perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with it. And I my shirt is gone. And you like, can see like almost like there's like dying embers like where my chest is. Is it like as I cool off.
4: All your clothes need to be made out of whatever your hat is made of. Yeah.
1: That's what I said. It's on the budget.
2: Are are you a are you a real wizard? I'm a farmer. Okay. All right. Just so seems like you're a wizard, and that's really cool. I'll take that. I'll be, I'll be a wizard farmer. Okay. Multi-class. <laughs> <laughs> okay, DIY surgery? Uh, Yeah, I, I rolled and I, I got one one hit point. Back.
0: Okay. I, I imagine you just like, grab Amos's hand and then like touch your own skin to like cauterize <laughs> <Catero> <laughs> and just like cauterize your wound. Can I see that real quick? And Amos is like, what? And just grabs her hand. <laughs> <laughs> so you have kind of bandaged yourself up uh, and, you know, Agency has already kind of started driving through the remaining crowd of Strigoi and there's just like this <laughs> There were two other people, uh, the robed figure that looked like A powerful, you know, magic caster, and then of course the like transformed brother who is going through the transformation uh, sequence. And uh, what, uh, what, what would you like to do?
3: Uh, Was somebody gonna investigate a mystery? Yes, we need
2: to find your brother, Taylor. Yeah, yes, a lot's happening right now, but yes,
4: I'll roll investigate a mystery and and see what. I remember.
0: I believe in you. Nine. Yay! That is a partial success, which means you do get to ask one question. What is being
3: concealed here? Where did it
0: go? Where did? Oh, sorry. Where Where did it go? go? (laughs) I can't believe I missed (laughs) that. Where did it go? Yeah. So Mitchell, you're familiar with this area as far as like your expertise in wildlife you're kind of familiar with like the 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 geography and you know the different like biomes that are available and the different wildlives that kind of live in this area and you're aware that there is kind of like a kind of un settled area nearby, uh, almost kind of like what is considered a protected, you know, state park or desert. And you're aware of like a cave system um, that's nearby. And you're like, if anybody was to flee this trailer park, and weren't heading straight towards back in the other direction to where like Reno and civilization is you're like they're hiding out in those caves and you are probably very sure of that
4: all right drive towards the caves and then I kind of hang my arm my big long hairy arm out the window and point <laughs> yes. for agency to drive where we need to go <laughs>
0: i imagine you have to like your arms are just sticking out of the van on either side because yeah. you're just too so, big
3: so the, the the van doesn't have like the roll down windows oh, in the yeah, back yeah so the doors though are one of those are the sliding doors so oh, the there doors we are up. open yeah So he can kind of like get out a little bit. It's
4: like an old fashioned train car for me. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) The van uh, goes off road and the ride becomes very choppy. Um, uh, The van was uncomfortable to begin with, but now it is just incredibly uncomfortable as it is just kind of like going up and down into this. Uh, like unlevel fields and you kind of make it out into a Area that is just very open. You know, there are just what looks like low grasslands There's small hills uh, You see a lot of like Joshua trees and then you cup co- and then you come across What looks like a series of large rocks? Um, and as you kind of park next to it, you can see there are like several Areas that look like could have like egresses, like uh, passageways into the rocks, and even possibly subterranean. But split up, gang.
3: (laughs) Kidding, kidding.
0: Fred. Yes. I would
3: like to roll. I don't know what I would roll for this. Back in season one, we fought photosensitive ghouls, I think. Yep, yep. I had made UV grenades. You did? Can I roll to see if there's any left of the toolbox?
0: You uh, Well, you would have to do that one specific move. What was it? The agency one? Oh, sure. But whatever. I, uh, I just feel like, you know, or, or some other uh, roll.
3: Deal, deal, you would like me to deal with the agency? Yes,
0: correct. Let's see if you were able to make a surplus of that and keep them on you.
3: The problem is that uses sharp, and I am not good on sharp. So it's a nine. Okay,
0: so you're partially <laughs> successful. You have... One. One of those grenades, the UV grenades. But you do have like UV flashlights and, and what looks like UV attachments and stuff like that.
3: I also still have, so I used the, sh- the shotgun in the last fight. I also have this assault rifle. Yeah, yeah. Is anybody uh, familiar with how to use firearms? I like raise my hand. Not to be confused with arms that are made of fire. Put my hand down. <laughs>
2: Anyone? No. <laughs> I play tennis. Mm. I, I mean, it's not throwing a grenade, but I mean, I don't have a racket with me, but I'm pretty accurate. I got a mean serve. I don't think this is the same thing. Uh, I can, maybe, like,
3: make grenades, sort of. Maybe I'll hold on to this. You know, maybe, maybe it's better we just go in with what we know. Oh, it's going to get, I was going to say hairy, but I guess it's going to get uh, <laughs> dangerous Eat in it. there. Uh. Dark. But I do have flashlights.
1: What what is what, what's with the grenade uses just random grenades lying around? What is this?
3: Well, I mean, sometimes when you work with the agency, you have to, you know, requisition some special equipment to deal with a certain threat. And this one's left over from uh, previous missions. So, you know, I just kind of held on to
1: it. I think just this is not a character judgment. If you have explosives in the car with somebody who can release flames,
3: I feel like that would be a thing to tell the person. So let me tell you this now, so this looks like a grenade, smells like a grenade, maybe tastes like it, I don't know, I haven't tried. It doesn't explode, per se, think of it as bringing the sun to them. It's a UV grenade? Yeah. Why did you say that? Well, I don't know, because it's weird.
4: We do have to think about how this will affect the wildlife, leave it better than you came at the end. That's
2: true. (laughs) I don't know. I think we're about to kill a vampire, so... I'm going to I'm gonna pull out the vial of the silver and say, okay, but, but we have to make Trevor drink this and we're not killing him. If anyone kills him, I don't know what I'll do.
3: That was the one near but you, gonna, right? Yes,
2: yes. All right. We have to make him drink this.
0: And um,
2: which one's Trevor? A handsome one. Yeah.
0: There were only two people left. The man in the robe that casts spells and then Trevor who was taken with right. him uh, <laughs> out of harm's way. Essentially, he came there to save him.
4: I think it might be helpful if we uh, had some intel about what we can find in there. Would you like me to speak to some animals in the forest? uh, The animals of the forest. (laughs) Yeah, you can find them. Sure. I'm going to use my move Fred, if that's okay.
0: The uh, one with the forest. Four. Five. That's a failure. Uh, Unfortunately, (laughs) you you level up. Yeah, you do do (laughs) gain an experience point. Um, Woohoo! First one. There aren't a lot of creatures nearby. Um, There are snakes and and lots of bugs um, and the odd hair. But unfortunately, whether it's the van or the other people, uh, they do not come close to you and you're unable to utilize your power.
4: Never mind, my friends.
1: Fred. Yes. I would like to investigate a mystery about myself, please.
0: Okay, go
4: ahead.
1: All righty. Okay. I rolled a nine.
0: Okay. So you get one question. I do want to say this real quick. I feel like this is the first time that this is used in this way and I'm Mm -hmm. excited about it. What question are you going to ask me?
1: So the question that I have is going to be based on the what can hurt it. I know that we have a UV grenade and I know that sunlight is a thing and fire is made of plasma, can I condense enough of my flames into a plasma source that can emit UV light?
0: You've never tried it before, but you can try anything. I think that for you to try something unique like that, it will probably come with like a negative effect that will be amplified if you are partially successful or fail. But even on a true success, I will be able to provide a glitch because you're trying something that you've never done before. Sounds sexy. Yeah. And you'll use magic instead of like kick some ass because like you're creating something.
1: Well, yeah, it would probably be the do a thing that is beyond human limitation. Yeah, correct. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. I will also say,
3: uh Josh, on, the, on that thread, we don't want to do it while Trevor hasn't been turned back into a human yet.
1: <laughs> oh, facts. 100%. My goal is to help Trevor. I like Trevor. I like all of it.
3: Thank him. you. Fred, can I read a bad situation?
0: Um uh, yeah. Go ahead. I just want to ask
3: what the best way our best way in is.
0: That is a nine. So yeah, if you're asking me what the best way in is, there's like several like what look like cave entrances, but you find one that is a little bit higher up in the rock formation. And you surmise that this is going to give you kind of like a kind of like a a advantage, a high view of the cave system, and you're able to kind of get the drop uh, essentially on them. And, And as the four of you do go to this higher entrance into this cave system, the camera pans away from you. And the the camera just kind of goes into the rocks and goes lower and lower until it pops out and opens out into an extremely large cave. And you see several people kind of congregating inside of this cave. Uh, You see the man uh, with the hooded robes. Um, You see Trevor. There is a very attractive young woman next to Trevor. And then there are several other just attractive uh, young adults um, kind of like slinking around and the man with the hooded clothing is addressing trevor and you can see him dipping his hand into what looks like a some kind of like ceramic container and as he dips his thumb into it and then like just kind of draws a mark across Trevor's face. You can see it's leaving a trail of blood, maybe in some kind of ritual, and he's talking to Trevor. And now I anoint you as a brother of our family. Now listen, there are people hunting us and they are quite powerful from what I saw. I am going to ask all of you, my brothers and sisters, to take care of them. Unfortunately, I have more important things to deal with as we continue to spread chaos and dissent. Trevor, now that you are one of us, go with strength and power and destroy them. And you can see, like, he's, like, looking at, um, you know, this hooded figure, like, reverently, and the other, uh, vampires there are, like, really excited, and they're kind of, like, hooting and hollering, and, uh... You guys come on to this scene and you can see that the the vampires are still there, but the hooded man is gone.
2: I just like, y'all have to fight these people. I got other things to do,
0: but <laughs> I think I left my stove up. I need to go catch the Wrexham game. Okay, guys. I'm going to leave you behind. <laughs> okay, so you can see they are just like... Wildly fornicating. I mean, they're just
2: (laughs) writhing. What? (laughs) It's just it's raw chickening. Sorry, (laughs) it's raw
0: chickening. (laughs) All right. What do you do? How many of them are uh, there? There is Trevor, the female and three others. So five altogether.
3: Oh, that's not OK.
1: Wait. OK, so I'm going to grab Agent C, and I'm going to like not like grab him, but I'm going to like kind of reach over and like kind of put my arm around him a little bit and go, hey, I'm not going to be sneaky. Uh, what should we do?
3: I mean, I could recommend a good deodorant for you, but um,
1: that I, there's no way I would smell because the fire would cook it off. I don't even have body hair.
3: Well, I think the best move is Maybe distract all of them so that Lizzie Borden can go in and feed her brother the silver. She never told me her name. I have no idea what it is.
2: I don't understand that reference, and I refuse to acknowledge it.
3: Just said axe-wielding youth. Killed her whole family, but whatever right allegedly
2: okay the opposite of what we want to do here okay so what's the plan
3: you're going to distract them
2: do you need me to be a distraction
3: do i have to do another big entrance i can be a distraction i could do a big entrance
4: (laughs) rock paper scissors for it
3: okay oh am i rolling for it or be rock paper
0: scissors (laughs) oh rock paper scissors for it on screen roll roll the d3 wait
3: (laughs) someone else has to count for us Row, okay.
0: sham, bow, shoot.
3: Wait, no, no, can't count.
0: <laughs> One, two, One. three, shoot.
3: Ah, Fred. I would like to do the big entrance. Okay. What do you say and what do you do? But first off, let me roll to see how that might bad it me shape this. So, good news, bad news. The good news is I passed. The bad news is only a nine. So partial. So I can stop one. One of them. Uh, is there like an alpha amongst this cluster of nude or jurious vampires? Um, I would probably say the female. Oh God, I feel like I feel like anything I say in this case <laughs> might be bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll pop up from behind a rock. What kind <laughs> of self-respecting woman would dare hang out the likes of these degenerates? Look at them. <laughs> Ate one single brain cell between any of them.
0: And she's like...
3: And have some dignity. Put on something.
0: <laughs> oh, look, boys. Somebody was nice enough to bring us a snack.
3: Uh, I have picked one per- one person or monster to stop, watch, and listen until I finish talking. So as I'm doing that, she's not
0: allowed to do that. Okay, fine.
1: <laughs> she doesn't see the rest of us, right? He's just all eyes on her. Yes, cool. correct,
0: correct. Yeah. So then, if he is done, she's distracted. All of you get a turn.
3: Also, other very important question. Is my shotgun still imbued with magic? Ooh, so this
1: thing doesn't necessarily give a... Oh, I think... Didn't I have really like a high
3: value on that? All I know is it's like it's on. It makes fire and gives a plus one to damage, and it's I, magic. I,
0: I would say that like since we didn't like close a day, we're, we're still good. Like it, it yeah. if we, because like you went directly it's until into this the next encounter. sunrise yeah, or some sure. some, some no, magic. That's right. No, like I did that. roll. I rolled. Did you say it it's day or
2: night?
4: Sorry, night. It's, it's nighttime. Night. Okay, good. Vampires. <laughs> I,
2: I would yeah, say yeah. we're
4: we're getting close to like dawn, though. Like that's why they're in a cave. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I'm going to just charge in and kick some ass while they're distracted. Who,
0: who are you targeting? The three.
4: Yeah. Okay. Not the ones that are engaged or Trevor. <laughs> so kicking some ass.
0: 12. Okay. You are successful. So I am going to inflict terrible harm. And what is your base harm? Two or three? Three if I do my claws, which I said with my hands. So, yeah. And then you do terrible harm. So, four. Yeah. And so, you just like rush out of the darkness on the level that they're at. And you approach the three male vampires. And you just target one. And you just viciously claw at it. And... Although you thought they were distracted, they really weren't distracted by the big entrance done by the you know agency, um, and they immediately just claw onto you as well, just ferociously. You take two points of damage; uh, so it takes four, um, and now you're in combat. Taylor, Amos,
1: they've okay. So have the rest of them jumped onto our good Mitchell? Like that's who they're all engaged with, uh, kind or of. Just a- like I
0: would say, the three of them are now engaged with Mitchell.
1: Okay, where is our Trevor? Is he just kind of like Trevor
0: is like off to the side, you know, with the the female vampire.
1: Sick. I am going to use magic to trap a specific person, minion, or monster. Okay. I'm gonna aim for the lady because I want to trap her such that it'll be it won't be a threat to Taylor going to uh, Trevor
0: and 13. Okay, so you are successful. Are you creating... Uh, On a 12 plus,
1: the keeper will offer some added benefit.
0: Yeah, are you creating like a firewall that is entrapping her? Like a fire cage?
1: Dude, we're going to make it gnarly. I am going to make... because I'm still fresh off of this idea that I can potentially make a UV grenade. So I'm going to, at this point, not that yet, but I'm going to kind of, like, I wonder if I can, like, make my fire dense. So I'm going to make, like, dense fire spikes that kind of, like, drive into her, and then turn into a little fire thing that, like, binds her.
0: <laughs> okay. So, like, it, it's binding her. Like, these spikes are pinning her into the ground or something like that. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. And, like, any kind of movement would probably harm her further so it would behoove her to not, like wiggle too much okay now it since it was used magic and it was more for binding there's probably a very base amount of damage um and that's probably the extra i'm going to add on top is that you're doing some sure. damage uh absolutely and there's no glitch because you were successful okay
1: Perfection. okay
0: um uh, so
2: now uh the female vampire is pinned uh taylor uh, I'm going to run to Trevor and like grab him by the hand and try to pull him back towards the cave okay. entrance. We're just gonna say we have to go get out of here. What? Why are you even here? Don't you realize? Don't you realize what I'm doing here? No, I don't you can explain it later. Let's no, get out of here. Explain
0: it now. I'm with my family now. This is my family. They accepted me and they adopted me and they have shown me the truth of the cruel world that we live in. You are no longer a part of that. You are not my family. You're just a thing of the past. All you did was use me. You never appreciated me for everything that I did for you. And now I have a family that appreciates me.
2: Since I didn't make a roll, can I make a move yes. now? All right. So I, with tears running down my face, um, I'm going to scream and I'm going to attack the woman that's pinned. And I'm like, what this bitch? And I'm going to hit her with <laughs> okay, an axe.
0: Go ahead. Yes. All right. Ah, oh, fuck. I got a okay, nine. So you're partially successful. Um, and I don't. Do you have any like, I
2: guess it's not considered advanced unless you roll like 12 or higher. Okay, so how much damage do you do? Um, it is uh, three, but I get a plus one because I'm using my silver axe, your favored weapon. Oh, no, because uh, no, it's because it's because she's oh, my okay, prey. Got it. So it's yeah, but it's four because it's my prey. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So you just swing, and you were going to like decapitate her. You were just kind of like in a fit of emotional rage. Uh, And she's pinned by this fire magic. But at the last moment, you kind of, like, trip over, like, this protruding, you know, uh, like, rocky ledge. And your axe kind of, like, drops down a little bit. And you just sever her arm. Like, her arm just drops to the ground. And she is screaming on the top of her lungs. And Trevor just jumps on you. And you're going to take two points of damage. Okay. All right. So we're at the top of the round. Uh, who would like to go? Fred. I could use some help over here. <laughs> Did we
3: talk about grappling before that
0: was considered? Uh, I don't think there is really a grappling. Like, w- w- what is your thought process? Like, you want to prevent them from attacking?
3: I want to pull Trevor off of Taylor, and I want to try and force his mouth open.
0: <laughs> I would I would say, like, well, I would say that would be protect someone, right? Like, you're trying to protect okay. Taylor from Trevor's attacks. So I would say you could utilize grappling as, like, the method, but protect someone would be the move.
3: Yeah, because... Because on a ten plus, there's hold the enemy back, Perfect. but it's there. You go. Yeah, so I'll I'll uh, I'll give it a shot with the with
0: the protect someone. I didn't take anything for protect someone, did I? And with the hold someone no. back, I would I could say like if you're successful, you could like force his mouth open at giving somebody advantage, right?
3: Yeah, but what if I'm
0: not successful? Well, that wouldn't be good. That's really (laughs) handsome of you. Uh, Yeah, so if... Hypothetically speaking. Oh, wait, that's the... Is it a... I rolled a... I I got a six. Okay, so yeah. Unfortunately, you have failed. And, like, Taylor and Trevor are just, like... Trevor jumped onto the back of Taylor and is just like slashing at her with claws. And uh, you are trying to grab Trevor, but it's just too chaotic. And you're unable to find a way to do so without harming Taylor. So you are unable to do so. Who is next?
2: I'll go. I'm berserking at this moment and I'm like ignoring Trevor on my back and I'm just going to swing okay. at her again. And I'm, Absolutely.
0: I'm just- <laughs> she is at quite a disadvantage. She's missing an arm and she's currently being pinned by Amos's magic. I'm going to give you plus one forward for a single roll which more than likely will be
2: your okay. attack. Oh, okay. That's a lot of pluses. Yeah, <laughs> I got an 11. So you're successful. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, with that being
0: said, on a 10 plus <laughs> with kick some ass, you do get a specific bonus.
2: Oh, Ooh. yeah.
0: Not from the advanced group, but you could do terrible harm. You can do right. other things.
2: I, uh, yeah, I'll do the terrible harm. Yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> do the terrible harm. So it'll be a uh, axe- at a five. Yeah,
0: and, and honestly, that that was
2: what needed to
0: happen. Um, she's, like, being pinned by fire spikes that is controlling her and unable to move. She lost her arm, and it's just, like, on the ground. And, like, oddly enough, there isn't, like, this well font of gushing blood coming out of them as they are undead vampires. And so... You go again and your axe strikes true with terrible harm and you decapitate her. And like there's like this moment of like their eyes locking between Trevor and this young girl. And you realize that she's the one that seduced him. She's the one that turned him into a Moroy. You realize and you and you feel it. Because immediately you're going to take another two points of damage because now Trevor is raging on you and is like no okay
2: ouch Rosalina Damn. Rosalia that's a dumb name you're a dumb <laughs> name
4: <laughs> so they're fighting There's, like they're two for sure. again except yeah. <laughs> so <it> worse um, <laughs> I guess uh, so I've got two two of these on my on my back and I've got. I also probably see the situation that's happening. Am I big enough I can ignore these two, take damage, but try to stop the siblings from killing each other?
0: Yeah, you can fight them. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, like, you can do, try to do a protect someone, Yeah, um, but you're probably going to take damage. Sounds good.
4: Alright, well, I'm gonna try to protect someone, yeah, to to just go after and stop the siblings from fighting and just sort of, like, if I have to, just throw them and say, stop.
0: 12. So yeah, you're definitely successful. You are able to separate Trevor and Taylor kind of like throwing them across the room without harming either of them and they are currently separated but unfortunately you're going to take terrible harm from the two vampires and like you watch like Mitch just run across the room just boom 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 and there's just like these two like vampires just like clawing at his face and you take four points of damage okay
4: and I'll use luck to get rid of that since I haven't used any luck the whole time so
2: So now Amos. I'm left. Yeah. Amos is the last one. E on me.
1: We're doing shadow play now, baby. So if I'm visualizing this right, Mitchell is kind of in the middle of the room. I have Trevor to one side of Mitchell. I have Taylor to the other side of Mitchell. And I have two of these badass little minions on the back of Mitchell. Poke, poke, poke. Does that count for everybody?
0: (laughs) Yeah, basically.
1: I am going to skillfully position myself. To where Mitchell, uh, to where Mitchell's body will cast a shadow over Trevor. OK, if there were to be a light source that emanated from me and I will attempt to set off a UV blast.
0: You're going supernova. I mean, nice. my body
1: is not going supernova, but I will put it in my hands. I'm not going to like my life. My,
0: I'll be naked in
1: here. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean,
0: we'll see how you roll if you don't roll well.
1: Well, you know what? Actually, you know what we'll do? You know what we'll do? You know what we'll do? Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. I will actually I'm going to use a luck point. I'm still going to roll and the roll Fred you can use for whatever you want to do. But I will luck point it so that it works.
0: Got it. Got but it. I'm but still I'm still going to roll to
1: see how it's it. It. So glitchy. Exactly. All right. So there's an 8 on the dice. Okay. But I'm using a luck point to succeed. And then the eight is for you for your like, how bad you want the glitch to be.
3: But you also have a plus three yeah. for weird, right? Yeah, I have a plus three for weird. I just rolled
1: the dice for you, Fred. Okay, I'm using a luck it, point it, to it. get a 12, auto 12.
0: OK, but with your so, plus three, it would it was, be 11. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. OK, so you get a minor glitch. But th- explain to me what it is that you do to kill the so, rest of these vampires without um, affecting I kn- Trevor.
1: Yeah. So I know. So I I'm remembering that there's a UV grenade. I don't have it, but I'm like. I can make, like, the sun and the fire are made of the same shit, probably. So I, uh, like, release a shit ton of fire from me, but it just kind of rapidly, like, coalesces in, like, my hands, and then I just make a really dense ball of plasma. Yeah, right. A very, very <laughs> dense, tiny ball of plasma, and then I just kind of want, I like, I'm kind of eyeballing where Mitch is, where I'm standing, and, like, okay, if I aim it right about here, and I'm like, Throw it up so that it, like, bursts into a little UV-like UV, UV like pulse that Mitch Mitch's body blocks by casting a shadow over Trevor.
0: You are literally creating a miniature sun, is what you're doing, right? Like, like yes. it, yeah. it, it essentially, okay, uh, that is fantastic. You use your luck point, you're successful. And this thing, like, it, it almost, like, lazily, like, floats out of your hand, like, towards the point that you want it it's incredibly slow and you're just not sure if it's the moment or the adrenaline that allows you to be able to react so everything is much slower but as you watch this glowing orange orb float up it like has a moment of stillness and then it just starts to like violently uh as if there was like a baby trying to pop out of an egg like a baby chick like, pressing up against the egg, and then just beams of light, like, searing, searing lights, like, little scorching rays come out of this ball, like, in a disco ball-like fashion, just rays shooting all over the place, and just creating, like, searing, gaping holes inside of the vampires are that are in the way, so... Mitch, as large as he is, and your estimation of the angle, unfortunately, you slightly misinterpreted the coverage he was providing, and you're searing like a large hole into the thigh of Trevor, and he is just screaming in pain. He's on the ground. He's alive. Right? Mm -hmm. But he has Mm -hmm. taken very harmful damage uh, and he's on the ground writhing right now and is probably in a place to have somebody manipulate him or shove something in his mouth or whatever.
2: Yeah. So that was all of us going. I think, does he get a turn? Who? trevor no no
0: no he's crying okay. he's usually, like ah, usually ah, yeah. Ah, usually yeah usually creatures react on the player's turn and sometimes i take like a blanket after the round like act under pressure Gotcha. Okay. because he's like being assaulted by this sun ray uh he is kind of at your whim right now
2: okay um i will stand up using the axe as like uh as a cane kind of because i have very wounded (laughs) throughout this night um and dripping blood i'm going to shamble over to him and open up the vial of silver and like grab him by the face and pour it in his mouth
0: okay and you attempt to do so what what is going to be the move that you're going to roll for your success or failure
2: so kick some ass really wouldn't work would it you could try
0: protect someone like you're trying to protect him you could try pressure Act under pressure, manipulate okay. someone. I'll accept just about uh, anything.
3: Can can, you can I roll to help out? Oh uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I will. Because you were trying to do that before. Eh. I mean, you were trying to like, hit, like grapple him.
3: I got a uh, six plus three is nine. So partial success. What does that
0: mean? And help out? Does that do That's,
3: Uh Seven or nine. You you uh, your help grants them a plus one to their roll, but you also expose yourself to trouble or danger.
2: Okay, and this is you, not them. Me perfect thank you okay all right so i will roll with a plus one then uh yes correct okay and what are you rolling um i think i'm gonna roll actor to pressure that makes the most sense to me sure uh i rolled a total of six so i did not succeed okay all right so this is what's gonna happen
0: it was a complete failure. It, it was a six, correct? You didn't. Yes. Okay. Yep.
2: With a plus one, it was a six. Yeah. Damn. So
0: and 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 what was agency? You were trying to like grapple the the guy. I, I'm but- like
3: trying to hold him back or something, or just you know steady him so that
0: she can need him the silver vial got it and and you know you are holding on to like his waist area and you're you're trying to like maneuver him but unfortunately you were only partially successful and as taylor comes forward uh and uh is trying to like get away from his like struggling body and his like swings and and you're about to like shove this vial into his mouth forcefully right because he's resisting you let your guard down and he bites you and just sinks, oh yes, Taylor, sinks his teeth into Taylor, because you failed, and you feel this, like, immediate searing pain, and then, like, this numbing coldness as it's, like, flowing through your veins, and Agent C, for you, he is, like, just slashing you, and, like, just clawing you and you're going to take 2 points of damage um, as you try to hold on to this am incredibly. Am well, I? I guess I guess you have armor correct and like damage resistance, yeah. So, yeah, you don't take any damage, but My it would have damaged you. <laughs> but, you know what though? Unfortunately, because both you failed like war or, or partially succeeded Didn't succeed. and, yeah. and 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 you were attacked I'm gonna need you to act under pressure.
3: Yeah, I was gonna do that anyway, so yeah, that's fair. I kind of want to punch him in the face. Uh, that is a, a 10
0: even. Okay. So are successful. My, no, my tough,
3: it's an 11. It's my tough, my tough
0: So what, what is your harm with just the punch? Like, is it just a one? I think it's one. Okay. You do have uh, an 11, which means you can create terrible harm and make it a two if you wanted, which would probably make sense. Or I think put I him want to want him.
3: force him where I want him. Yeah. So like he's on, he's got essentially got one working leg. I, like, I want to just... I'm knocking him off Taylor and, like, onto the ground, onto his back. Like, I kind of... At this point, I want to, like, pin him on the ground.
0: You're pinning him, yeah. And, and Taylor, you know, you you realize several things. You realize, number one, that the very thing that you have been fighting, you are more than likely going to turn into. Unfortunately, unless you partake in the blood of Trevor, you're going to turn into a Strigoi. So you have a couple of options. And, and then on top of that... You only have one cure. Mm-hmm. So, do you take the cure that your passage into Strigoi? Do you give the cure Wait. to your brother Yes.
3: Was it that the Strigoi, she has to voluntarily drink his blood to become a vampire, or... to become a
0: Moroi, which is a vampire, powerful and in control? Got it. If Otherwise, you do drink the blood, you're a Strigoi, which is a feral animalistic vampire that
2: just destroys and feeds and
0: it's it's happening quick
2: Taylor. like, okay. it's it's All taking right. so, over. So, can I act now, or does everybody else get to act no, first? No, 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 no. Yeah. I, I will allow you to act. Okay, I'm. He's pinned on the ground. I'm going to like. I'm going to shove it into his mouth. Okay, like with my full ass hand. I'm gonna give my brother the the cure. Okay, and and you do so. Like he's pinned on the ground. You know
0: he was assaulted by agency, so he's kind of like subdued. And you provide the silver serum, essentially. And he starts to violently shake. I mean, it looks like you just gave him like some kind of violent searing poison and agency. It it takes all of your strength and and your unnatural strength to kind of like keep this person from breaking away from your grasp, but you keep him pinned onto the ground. But Taylor for you, it's it's you're starting to get like this tunnel vision
2: i'm gonna okay i'm gonna look at the sasquatch i'm gonna i'm gonna say tell him tell him that i loved him and then i'm gonna hit myself with my axe (laughs) oh
0: god, no so what what is it that you're trying to accomplish are you trying to kill yourself
2: yes i don't want to turn into one of those things so i am i'm stopping it at the the source basically
0: so You've already kind of said something to Mitch, and and what was that again that you said?
2: Tell him that I love him, and then describe to me what it is that you do. Um, I I'm gonna take my axe and just headbutt the, the
0: front of it, Ooh. I guess. So you're just gonna like drive it up as you place your head down into it, and yes, just, yep, yeah. And with your success, and with your intent, and with the silvered, you know, just sharp blade this ax enters into your face and it goes in deep. It goes in deep enough to, you know, get through your skull and, and cleave into your brain. And for a moment there is like elation that courses through your mind and your body. You have righted the wrong, you know, you have saved your brother who sacrificed his entire life to raise you and protect you and to give you the means to be who you were. And in those final moments, although as cruel as he was with everything that he said about you and that this was his new family, you knew deep down inside that your brother was still there. And instead of taking the serum yourself after being inflicted, you gave that serum to your brother and you used your power as the wronged, and righted that wrong, and placed your face onto the very axe that you've killed so many Strigoi, and you ended the curse that was flowing through your veins before it fully took you over. You drop onto your knees, and you are still able to see even though that tunnel vision is getting to the narrowest of pinpoints. And, and the last thing uh, that you see before everything goes dark uh, is that you, you see Trevor kind of stop resisting and you just see him breathing and, and you feel like it worked and it all goes black. And that's what we're going to call it. I want to say thank you so much for listening to our new Geekly Inc. project, Vanguard of the Veil. If you're interested in learning more about our podcast, follow us on Twitter at Vanguard Veil. If you want to hear more shows like ours, then check out Cthulhu and Friends and Greeting Adventurers, which is a part of the Geekly Inc. network. If you want to follow the people that creates this show, you can follow the keeper, Fred, at I Think I'm Fred. Professor Gunderson is played by Matthew at Matthew M. Morris. Deandra is played by Alex at Happy Puke. Spin is played by Josh at Josketh. Artemisia is played by Steph at O Kingston. Our show is also edited and produced by Kieran at Mr. K underscore Bennett, and all music and sound effects are courtesy of Epidemic Sounds.